Think about this. Yosef was different than his brothers. He appeared to be off the right path. He was busy, busy with his hair. He had strange creative dreams out of the box. He seemed to want to be different than them. He chose another path. He seemed to not even care about fitting into society because he chose to be different. He didn't care about being in the mainstream like his brothers. But yet, the truth is that he did care. Even though his actions show that he didn't care because if you want to just be like us, just behave like us. So you must choose and you want to be different. You probably don't even care. But what happens? He says, as Achai, what did he want? My brothers. Brudeshaft. I want to be accepted. I want to have brothers even though I'm different. And unfortunately, the brothers who were tzaddikim, but they couldn't see the good in him, and they threw him away. They left him for dead. They threw him into an empty pit, and we know if there's an empty pit, there's no water, there's scorpions and snakes. And they wanted their father to forget about him. And forget about him and all of his issues and all of his problems. And concentrate on your good kids. They danced in front of him. They showed him, you have 11 kids. No, you had 12, now you have 11. Forget about the issues. Let him deal with that in therapy. Forget about that troublemaker. You have us. Forget about him. Focus on the good kids who are doing what they're supposed to do and behaving properly. They sold him out, and where did he end up? Erva Sa'aretz the most spiritually depraved land in the entire world. And sometimes, maybe we do the same. We have kids that are doing things that we can't accept. We don't see the good in them. We want to emotionally make them disappear. We take away their feeling of achai, of brudeshaft, of brotherly love. And we emotionally, not physically, but emotionally, throw them into a pit. What's in the pit? They don't have love and support. So, they pick up the nechashim and akravim, the internet, the drugs, the bad friends, and these things want to kill them. They want to kill their neshama. And we want our Father in Heaven, Hashem, to forget about them. Move on, concentrate, look how much nachas you should have from Klal Yisrael, we're doing so great. Why should you focus on these kids that fell away? Concentrate on the good kids, who do what they're supposed to do and behave properly. But just like Yaakov Avinu, he was called Avinu because he was a real father, a true Torah parent, Yaakov Avinu said, I refuse, I'm never going to forget this kid. I could have 11 other good kids, Tzadikim, Shifteka, I could have a thousand, I could have a million, I'm never going to forget that kid Yosef. You never forget a child. And he said that no matter what the circumstances are, I'm never going to forget him. And so too, Avinu Sheba our father, doesn't accept that either. He cries and cries, I refuse to accept that we're losing some of my kids. No matter how good all of the other kids are in Klal Yisrael, and the Maistis, and how great we are, Hashem says, I can't enjoy, I can't have Nachas and Simcha from the remaining kids who are shtaging and acting properly, while the other children are stuck in a deep, deep pit. But like Yosef, although their actions of these kips seem to say that we don't want to fit in, we don't need you, we have very thick midos, and we don't care about your opinion, the truth is it's not true. What they're screaming at is, es mavakesh. I want my brothers and sisters to accept me. They're dying for acceptance. They die for brotherly love. And they're screaming, please don't abandon me. Don't leave me emotionally to die. Don't leave me to the scorpions see that I'm good, and accept that I'm struggling, but I have a lot of goodness in me.
So perhaps now in Ikvasid the Mashiach, maybe now we're all Gilgulim, and maybe this is our chance to be masaking the Chet of the Achim, of the brothers. That we decide that we're not going to leave our brothers in the pit, alone, emotionally dying, and to end up in Erva Sa'aretz, in the Memtashari Tumah of whatever out there, all the Tumah that's out there. Maybe we're going to take these children, these lost children, and hug them and embrace them, and save them from ending up the way that it looks like they're going to end up in the bottom of the world. The story of a boy named Yosef, which couldn't be, I couldn't make this up, and Yosef had not 11 brothers, that would have been even better, but he had 12 brothers. And he moved all the way from a very chash of a chasidish place, all the way into Mitzrayim, to Flatbush. And he did, came into home sweet home, and he ended up mamish turning around, and he got married. So by his afruf, I made his afruf in my shul in Flatbush, and his father and his 12 Hasidic brothers came from wherever they lived, probably Canaan or something like that, and KJ, Canaan, whatever. And they came to, to Flatbush, and they asked me to speak about the afruf. I couldn't ask for a better speech. And I spoke about Yosef that was left for dead. They thought he's off the derech. What's going to be of him? Nothing's going to be. He's gone. The father, what's going to be with my Yosef? The father and the mother cried and said to Hillam and Davind, and Baruch Hashem, Yosef now became like a king. It's only a dimyon. Don't get carried away. And they all came, and now the 12 brothers came down to Erevis Haaretz Flatbush to pay respect to their brother Yosef. If his name would have been Chaim, it would have been a good speech anyway. His name was Yosef. So in our door, we have a lot of Yosefs. We have a lot of these kids out of the box thinking, and it looks like you just want to, come on, stop it, cut it out, what are you doing? Lamaisa, for some reason, this is what we need to have. And us people, Halavai, were like the Shvatim, the Shifteka, but the regular force in Klal Yisrael has to be misaking that. They're not going to reject you. They're saying, Let's give them Achai. Imagine, imagine if every Friday night all of the Frum people would go to the parks and to the lakes and to all these places that these kids are at night and march, but not against them, but we would all come out to hug them. There's much more of us. Everybody says, yeah, let's take up swords, and let's go make mulchama, no, 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 no. Why not embrace them with love? What if every from male above the age of 20 went out Friday night for a few hours, we had 100,000 guys, 50,000, 10,000, how about 1,000 men should go out to your neighborhood and to swamp them with with brotherly love? What would happen to these kids? They would realize that we're not being written off, that people care about us, not enough to just tell people, don't go to the park and kick nisht and look away. But look, these people really care about us. And what would happen then? Good things. Good things. That's our job.